This podcast is listener supported. To help us out, go to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash Red Bull Rant. The Red Bull Rant is a free-flowing conversation amongst three lifelong wackos that may contain adult language. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome, my friends, to the show that never ends. This is the Red Bull Ram Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Ipico. I'm Pat McDonald. I'm Truman, and this is episode 254, Perfect Plex. Ooh. Oh, is, is that what they, they're calling the 2 nothing win in Mexico now? The Perfect Plex? Well, that's what I'm, I don't know, that's that's what, I'm calling it. That's what I think it was. Yeah, it was, indeed. I mean, I think I saw something like only two other teams in MLS had ever done that, win in Mexico. Two other teams and Red Bulls are the first team to ever win by win, more than a goal. Yeah, and, and and to win in the knockout round of the Concacaf Champions League. Oh, oh yeah, oh, I realized right, yeah. that was part of it. I I just assumed that because I started whenever I started following the Red Bulls, I think they were automatically separated. So I just assumed that that was how it always yeah. happens. But nope, there's group stage wins before. Hmm. Okay, so that's even more impressive. First, first multi-goal win, first oh. one in Mexico or in Mexico in a knockout match. That's it, and kind of importantly, going across the coast to do it. Oh yeah, yeah. Not even like, uh, not even uh, like I'm they playing went down to like Thursday, like down to where you know the Central Time Zone. They went all the way over to the Pacific to play. Sure did. And uh, Robles, Robles or Robles, 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 Robles. Robles. Robles, 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 Robles. There you go. I got it. I was asking a question, but thank you for adding the other 10 for me. Well, I just gave you the answer 13 times. Yeah, especially five times within, what, like six minutes? Yeah. Yeah. Certainly a hell of a performance by Luis. There's no doubt about that. And thank you, AR, for giving us one of the goals back. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I will freely admit that we got very lucky with one of those goals. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So anyway, Red Bulls win two nothing against Club Tijuana in Tijuana. Like we said, only like the third time in history that an MLS team won in Mexico in the, during a Champions League match. First time it was a multi goal win. First time, like Pat mentioned, it was done in the knockout stages of the competition. So very big win for the Red Bulls, and more importantly a huge away goal advantage when they come back for League 2 in a week. Mm-hmm. Massive. Very big. Uh, so, th- this is our season preview, but we have to talk about this game. So, likes, dislikes, we're going to start. Uh, Pat, with you, what did you dislike about this match? Um, man, it's not, not much to dislike, I guess. Uh, I they played on their back heels a lot. I mean, which is kind of to be expected, though, when you go up against a Mexican squad. It's generally what you see on MLS side. So um, it's obviously a nitpicky dislike, um, you know, because really, I mean, this is one of, if not the biggest win in Red Bull team history. So, um, yeah, I, you know, yeah, there's my nitpicky dislike is that, uh, you know, it's – 
It just didn't seem, you know, they, they played on their back heels. I mean, they, they did control small portions of the match. Uh, I, I definitely think they caught Tijuana off guard from at the, you know, for the first 10 minutes or so before things kind of the, played out the way you would expect them to in a, a Liga MX side versus MLS side. But yeah, yeah, I'm nitpicking, but there you go. I mean, they, they played on their back heels. Yeah, that's, I mean, really kind of be my dislike too. I'll add on to it. I just feel like there were moments where Robles shouldn't have made a save because the defense mm-hmm. just looked completely out of sorts. There was one play in the second half, I believe. It was in the second half where the defense just stood there and watched the guy go right past him and take a shot on that. And Robles had to make this crazy save. I mean, like nobody was going after the ball. Yeah. It was like a line of four people just staring at the guy. Mm-hmm. So that was that was the big issue uh, with me was that they just look uh, completely jailed yet. I mean, especially with Tim Parker starting, you know, yeah. shows up for a team two days beforehand. Now he's in the, uh, the starting lineup. Yeah. So I'm sure things are going to get confusing. But that was that was the big one for me. It's like they did look. Lost at times. I'm hoping that won't be so much of an issue when they come back home. Yeah. Well, I mean, part of that was Aurelian Carlin apparently green card issues or visa work visa. Correct. Issues. He so no, he had to. Was not to leave the country. He had to. He, he was renewing his American green card. He basically pulled a Manny Bellucci. Yeah, so that's what it was. Uh, my dislike is uh, and. I understand this is CONCACAF, but the referee has to have more control over the match than that, especially towards the end. Uh, I Don't get me wrong. I'm pretty sure some of the stuff the Red Bulls are doing were time-wasting, but you let a guy kick a ball at a player on the ground. And Sean, Sean Davis at the beginning of the game got a yellow card, and I, honestly, I think it was rightfully so, for, going, for basically st- stomping on a guy. Maybe not intentionally, but stomping on a guy. And I saw at least like three instances that were not called the other way. Uh, it's just I I I don't know. I understand it's Concacaf and referees are terrible in Concacaf, but if you're going to have a if you're going to put a referee into a tournament like this, they have to be or they should be to a level that they can control a match. And I felt like this guy lost it, especially towards the end of the match. Yeah, I would... hell broke loose. Yeah. <laughs> I was kind of uh, hoping that, like, at least the fight didn't go into the tunnel. At least we haven't heard anything yet. Well, it's because so, they had two different tunnels, so they yeah, had to there go you in go. directions. That helps. Uh, one, I give you credit for criticizing the ref that clearly helped us out in this match. So kudos <laughs> to you. Hey, I <laughs> did mention already that he gave us one. <laughs> you know, I and, did uh, mention he gave us one. Yeah, and then uh, actually, technically that was the assistant, not him. Yeah, and I and I would say yeah, St. Kitts and Nevins. Yeah, maybe their refs aren't exactly up to Concacaf. Uh, uh, premier, you know, matchup levels. That's for sure. We could, we could also boo the fans for throwing things on the Red Bulls players after the game, but it's in Mexico, and what what do you expect? What do you expect? Yeah, well, every game in Mexico. <laughs> I suppose you could have to say like Tijuana. You should you expect a little better because I think like half their fans are from San Diego anyway. Right. Yeah, they were just joining in on the fun. They're like, yeah. ah, no rules. Woo! <laughs> Not going to get arrested for this. <laughs> Throw shit. Here's the the one thing I don't understand. Maybe I missed something. Why was Derek Etienne Jr. the one getting all the heat, heat at the end of the game? He had to have said something. That's that's my I only mean, thought is that he yeah. said something. There was nothing he physically did, right? Like I didn't miss anything, right? Like I honestly no. didn't see anything. 
probably said your mother's a hamster and your father smells of elderberries. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good chance of that. Yeah, that sounds about right. All right, so likes for the game. Uh, Chum, you go first. What did you like about this one? Well, I think the most important part was they were up one nothing. They uh, withstood insane amount of pressure. I mean, again, 13 saves. And the biggest part was getting a second goal from BWP. They had the one moment towards the end of that second half, and they took advantage of it. And going up 2 nothing is obviously 100 times better than being up one nothing. 2 nothing is like a completely different world. So to be able to hold on and just hold on and just absorb this barrage of shots and attacks and, and just get that one. And good God, I mean, Bradley Ray Phillips, I think he went through four defenders on that play too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he just took the entire line apart. He was literally and, in the middle of a triangle of defenders. When yeah. He the ball. Yep, and to score with that many players around is unbelievable. So, again, just a world of difference being up two goals, going home. Yeah. Uh, you know, Luis, I think, deserves this spot of the like. Um, but I, I'm going to give it to, just because, you know, why not give it to an unsung hero? Uh, Florian Below. I mean, you know, he came off the bench and thrust into a role he did not expect. His first major action for the team um, in a high-pressure environment. And he performed well. And he and he had that pass that, that, that unlocked him. Well, I could say barely unlocked Tijuana's defense. I mean, a lot of it was on BWP for sure uh, to get that second goal. So, I mean, hats off to Florian Velo, who I don't know if anything's come out on RZA today or if he's going to miss a significant amount of time or not, but he may be thrust in the lineup again. Um, so I'll give it to him. That um, There are certainly many more worthy contenders, but their praises are going to get sung plenty, that's for sure. Uh, I think the, the comments from Twitter was, who? <laughs> when he came with the lineup, and everyone's scrambling to look at the roster sheet. Hold on a minute, who's this guy? Yeah, I mean, when I looked him up, I looked up Flavian Verlo. Uh, I was like, I was like, oh, is it Flavian? Nope, that's wrong. I had to go to the Wikipedia page to find out his first name. <laughs> well, at least I, I'm pretty sure I can't screw up his first name. So at least there's that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I'm obviously Robles. I mean, come on, 13 saves is. Yeah. But I have to as much, as much as. Uh, I'm gonna say I'm also gonna call it Tim Parker because he was a he had a lot of physical play and honestly probably should have gotten a card very early in that game. Yeah, and got, and got lucky. Um, on that sliding tackle is that what you're yeah, talking yeah, about? The, the slide tackle is like I think in the first 15 or something like that. Oh yeah. Yep. Um, but he he played physically, crossed the country twice within a week, so that's not easy task. Yep. Um, subbed in for a player who couldn't make it because of a green card on short notice. What was it? Literally two days after the trade was announced. Or no, sorry. Yep. What, uh, four days after the trade was announced. So like two days after he got there. Um, I, you know, if what I, what we saw out of him in Tijuana is any indication, it was a good trade. I'm still not, completely, <laughs> I'm still not completely sold on the price tag that we paid for it, but I, uh, acquiring him seems to be a good move. I still don't agree on the price tag, but I, I agree with that part of the statement. Yes, I, I, I it's it's one game sample size. I'm not saying it, I'm sold on him yet, but uh, no, I mean, I, he performed. He was very good. Uh, he absolutely. I mean, he threw his weight around, which is uh, generally what you want to see uh, in MLS uh, versus League MX uh, types of matches. Uh, our players do tend to be bigger. 
Uh, so throwing their size around is the way to go. Um, Especially you know, your he, opponent plays physically. Exactly. You know, and he had a great match. And, and I agree with you. I hope this is a sign of things to come. I think his, if what we saw is uh, to be the norm, you know, his partnership with Long will be very nice to watch. But yeah, I guess, like we said, the price tag was still a bit high. The, the only way I say it's not high is if, like, Felipe just drops off completely yeah. somehow this year. Yeah. Because then it's like, well, Jesse Mar somehow predicted that he was just going to go rock bottom all of a sudden. Yeah. And... <laughs> well, hey, Felipe can now continue his quest to potentially join the Canadian national team. So I know that was a thing back when he was in Montreal. <laughs> uh, so tweets, I think you said we had one for this game. Yeah, just one tweet because, of course, big win means that everyone's happy and no one's going to angry and tweet us. So, uh, yeah, we did get one from uh, Speed Soccer System. He said, we thought we played well with anxiety throughout the night, lumping the ball forward without much thought, especially in the first half. Robles was good without having to make exceptional saves. Interested to see how we get on sun on Saturday in MLS opener. I mean, he had to make some exceptional saves. That's for damn sure. Oh, yeah. Um, and there definitely was some balls getting thrown forward to go nowhere. But that's the Red Bull way. So yeah. that's what we know and love about this team, launching balls forward to really no one in particular. Well, that, really, that's, you, you, know, you lump them forward to hope Bradley Ray Phillips gets it yeah. and then goes through three defenders and scores. Well, that's like pretty much any American team in Mexico way. I mean, you know, it's we the, the, the defendant counter. It's what that's you do. Park, you know? Parking the bus, really. Yeah, it's – I mean – and, you know, if we advance, expect more of it when we play at high altitude, for sure. I mean, that's the one definite advantage in this game is we did play closer to sea level, so they didn't have to worry about that. But, you know, depending on – I think I think our next round is is the winner between Seattle and whoever the hell they're playing. Um, you know, it, it's it, – you know, if, if it is the Mexican side, expect defending Canada, that's for sure. And uh, and again, you know, to highlight Robles, not not enough can be said about his performance. I mean, that was if he can continue to play like that this season, there's no reason he shouldn't get another call to the United States men's national team. I mean, because that's what that was. That was a international worthy performance without a doubt. And I know I was hard on him last season. I definitely thought he took a bit of a step back last year. Um, so to, to see that performance was just it was phenomenal. It was a sight to behold. Yep. Seattle's so, playing uh, Shivas, by the way. There you go, Shivas. Uh, what? Because Wikipedia says it's Guadalajara. Yeah, yeah Shivas to Guadalajara. Guadalajara. Oh. <laughs> Way to go, you're, you're, right. you're right. Hey, hey, I Listen, literally she, read the Wikipedia page. Shivas <laughs> USA folded a long time ago. Yeah. I, like, forgot, that, I forgot that Shivas was Guadalajara. I, I thought it was just Shivas when they – I don't know. Jay was like, how the hell did LAFC get in this thing? And they got the name wrong. <laughs> I have uh, later on in the show, uh, I'm going to bring this topic back. So There you go. A little something for you a little later on. Boom. All right. Uh, so second leg of the of the matchup will be on Tuesday, March 13th, 8 p.m. local time on Univision Deportes or apparently Go90.com, which I have to say has, for the last two games, was a – Almost perfect picture, like the whole time, and That's it's good. free, and it's free and legal. Ooh, like legal, and and in English. So if you can't find an English broadcast, you have an option. Hmm. Or you can come to Darby Road where or, me and Keith are there 
Or Red Bull Arena. Yeah, Overwatch. Well, for the home game, obviously go to Red Bull Arena. But for away games, me and Keith are at Derby Road and watching it and cheering and meeting drunk people who seem to like soccer when they're drunk. <laughs> uh, so I, I don't know if you guys want to give predictions, but so basically the, the if they win or lose by one goal, they're in. They're into the next round. Correct. If yes. they lose two nothing, it's extra time. If they lose by three or more, then they're out. Mm-hmm. So big advantage going into the second leg. Yeah, uh, I, I like the old one-one draw for this one. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, why not? Two two away goals. So I think it's hard to keep these teams uh, off the scoreboard for this long. So yeah, one-one. Uh, they're not going to go too crazy. I equate it to Liverpool being up 5 nothing against FC Porto. They went home and then went scoreless because they could give rats ass. Yeah. Uh, Red Bulls don't have that cushion, but still. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all, all I can say is let's – everybody – I tweeted this last night. Everybody find your fringiest of fringe soccer fans and let's pack that stadium as much as we can. For this one, uh, let's make it a true home environment uh, for this Champions League match. Uh, let's show them what we give a shit. Um, you know, that that's, I think, the way to go. I mean, that was a historic win. They deserve a great crowd on the other end. Uh, and I'm, I'm with Truman. I'm, I think it's going to be 1-1. I, I think they certainly, they don't need to go all out attack. Uh, they can kind of park the bus a bit and weather the storm. It'll be probably a very nerve-wracking experience to watch, but as long as they get through the um, as long as they get through out through the round, okay, then it's worth it. And uh, let's see, going into leg two, Derek Etienne Jr., Sean Davis, Alex Mouille, and Luis Robles are all set on yellow cards, so mm. they have to be careful. Well, Sean Davis yeah. is out. Oh. Oh, that's right. Because right. he, he, he had one during the first series, so he's yep. he's humiliated. Right. right. All right. So, Mawil, Robles, and uh, Etienne Junior are the three that have to watch it. If uh, if Mawil gets a yet another yellow card, do you think anybody in the Red Bull Twitter sphere is going to be upset? No, I think we'll all cheer because what we didn't talk about in our dislikes was more poor play from him. So, yeah. <laughs> but I don't want to beat a dead horse. Yeah. Well, how about this? What's with that that haircut? Uh, I don't know. He's got the big old man bun going on. I think it's it sapping even, his power. It didn't even look like a man bun. It looked like he's trying to start a ponytail. But I'm not sure yeah. if that's right. I think he's, his life coach is now Nicolas Cage, and he attends his dojo on a weekly basis. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, that's good if he wants to make National Treasure 45. But like, Sure. Alex, what you need to do is grow a man bun and a mustache. And we got to get the Constitution. Oh, Come on, man. That sounds like a mix of uh, Nicholas Cage, and I'm trying to remember the other guy I'm thinking of at the moment. We didn't say dude enough. To be oh, yeah. <laughs> we didn't say dude. Whoa. Dude. Whoa. <laughs> All right. So uh, time to talk about the first MLS game of the year. Holy Ooh, crap. Wow. Really? Finally. Sports. Wow. Uh, the Red Bulls will be hosting the Portland Timbers uh, this coming Saturday, 10 p.m. Oh, sorry, 7 p.m. on March 10th. 
reading reading in the right order helps, by the way. Uh, game will be on MSG2. I will be in the stadium for the first time in, I think, two years. Wow. Yay. I, I'll be in the stadium for the first time since last week. Uh, ditto. <laughs> Look at that. The whole podcast is going to be there. Amazing. Hey, mention that. Mobile Rant Tailgate? Sure. I, I was looking for something to do anyway, so I'm up for that. <laughs> there you go. I got to make a stop at uh, Rio Lounge. Crumb um, Well, they will have my ticket for me, so what do you want from me? Yeah, I guess that's fair. Uh, I I am sitting in the, the expensive seats because my wife decided to buy me for me a Christmas gift. So make fun of me for my affluence if you dare. Which Wait, I'm, not, I'm not really going to go against you anyway, so whatever. Wait, so she <laughs> got you tickets? She got me. So it was a three-ticket deal. It was the home opener for Red Bulls, the NYCFC home game, and the Red Bulls 2 home opener, which means I will actually be back at Red Bull Arena uh, next week for the Red Bulls too, when they play when they open up at Red Bull Arena. Right, but I mean, when you go on Saturday, you have multiple oh, okay. tickets. That's just, one person. Just it's just me. Okay, okay, just checking. I don't know if you're bringing well, another person with you. No, my wife does not like soccer enough to sit there for two hours with me. That's uh, understandable. Let, let alone travel the two hours north and whatever number of hours of bar slash tailgating I would endure. Smart. <laughs> All right, so. Uh, before we actually get to predictions, I decided to be a little bit of a nerd and get some stats together since this is our seventh year doing this. Stats. Which sounds insane that I honestly can't believe. There's our seventh year doing this? Yeah. It stats. really is? Yeah. 20, 2012 oh. was the first year. That's fucking bananas. <laughs> All right. So uh, prediction winners in order from 2012. Uh, Truman. Truman. Truman, <laughs> Pat, me, Truman. Yeah, and and what makes it what makes it worse is when I was looking back at the numbers for 2012. Truman wasn't part of the show for the first like four weeks. Yeah, <laughs> so he didn't have any predictions for the first three weeks of the show. Yeah, he was a, he was a guest host, and we we're like, hey, he's pretty good. We should bring him on regularly. But he still well, didn't know. But he still did enough in predictions to win that year. Yeah. yeah. And that's not even inclu- And I'm not even counting the years where like. When I, we were with Once a Metro, where we had like the whole Once a Metro staff doing predictions, right? I think some of those years were bogus too, because like we're like, well, three people didn't get amends so this week doesn't count. That's why I took. That's why I took all the Once a Metro people out when yeah, I did these stats. So that's why it's now it's just us from now on. So cool. I think that's what we should do before we actually talk about the game. Uh, I'm gonna bring my my championship okay, yeah. to the game. I will let Jay borrow it. So he can hand it to Pat officially. There you so go. So Pat can say he was champion, then Pat can hand it right back to me. Yeah, have fast, man, whatever. <laughs> hey, at least you get the picture. Yeah, I get the yeah, picture holding the belt. Which, which, I mean, it's got the, my name's going to be on it, unfortunately for you. Maybe you can just blur that out and like. You just put his hand over it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm going full stone cold and throwing it in the Passaic River. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. At least let me get a picture first, because I never took a picture after I won. <laughs> Which I probably should have. Yeah. But yeah, uh, and then Pat, you've you come in second four years, which is the most. I've come in third three times, which is the most. So hooray. Yay. Uh let's see, what other interesting stats? So 
over the seven years, Pat and I are actually tied. Or sorry, all, for all six years, Pat and I are tied at 117 points. Oh, look at that. So the, the, for those who forget the way we do points, um, if you correctly predict the win-loss draw, you get a point. If you get that plus the scoreline correct, that is worth three total points. So uh, I'm slightly better than you at, at – actually, I'm doing the best in terms of win-loss draws. I've got 93 correct hmm. out of 204. So I'm actually almost 50% in that category. There you go. But you – but uh, Pat, you have more correct scores than I do, so that makes up the, the difference well, in the points. You know it. And Truman has a total of 124 points over the six years. And that's because? You won four years. And I have the most. uh... Yeah, you have seven. Out of seven years, 8% of the time, you've gotten the score completely right. 17 times. Which really isn't that impressive. I mean, it's, well, it is it's, when you think uh, about the fact that you're, that I'm only counting MLS games and it's the exact score line. Right. We've, we're all double digits at least. I, I, I got it 12 times, Pat 14. And I think we've had some good ones where like one of us predicted like a 4-1 or a 5-1. Oh yeah. We've that's had actually happened. Like I think one of those happened against, ah, oh, God, I'd have to go back and look, but I remember it was like, I think I predicted like a 4-1 and they scored like the fourth goal. Really? Yeah, so there, no, there was two of those in two weeks in a row, and I remember this because the second one was Henri's corner kick goal, yeah, and it was yeah. in two weeks in a row. It was I had it right, and then Henri scored to give you the win. Okay, to give you the exact score line. Right, right. But the second time I was in the stadium because it was when uh, Henri scored that corner kick against Columbus, the Olympico. Yeah. Uh, so let's see. Average points per year, Pat and I are 19.5. Truman, you're at 20.6. And let's see. What other interesting things? Uh, best point total in a season is 25 by Pat. Yeah, there you go. What up? And the lowest is 13 by me last year. Because you, you missed a bunch last year, though. Uh, I think I missed one or twice. But I, I was really sucky in my predictions last year, so. Prepare right. to suck again. Mm-hmm. I remember I remember the year I won. I was like, I think I was like nine points in the hole when I started a run that began with predictions in Guatemala. So I should go back to Guatemala. It seems to be good. Uh, get some good mojo there. And you actually won because the last game of the year, I think you got the exact pick right. Yeah. I got the win, but you got the exact win. Yeah. What? What? The best part is the first year we did this, the first year of the show. I started off five weeks straight getting the win-loss draw, and I still lost that year <laughs> to a guy who didn't even predict three games in a row. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, anyway, let's get into predictions for this one. Yeah. Red Bulls versus uh, Portland. Uh, since you guys went first for likes dislikes, I'm going to go first. Uh, I'm predicting that we're going to see a – different lineup because, you know, CONCACAF coming up in Tuesdays, all that stuff. And Aurelian Collin back. Kaku probably makes a start because why not? Um, but opening opening day of the season for the Red Bulls, home opener, I'm going to go with a 2 nothing victory because, you know, home opening mojo is a thing. So I think a nice 2 nothing victory would be a good way to start this season. Oh, okay. Uh, 
I am going to say, I'm going to say two one because I think that I think they're feeling good. I mean, coming off a win like that, they definitely feel good. But who's going to play in this game is what I really wonder. Uh, Robles obviously is playing. Well, uh, I mean, he's got the he's got the MLS streak going. He, he's the captain. He's the goalie. He's he's not going to be not be in that lineup. So he's definitely playing. I we see. I think we're going to see Kaku start in this game. Uh, you'll definitely see Sean Davis play because he won't be playing on Tuesday at all. Yep, might as well give him the the, the time. Yep, I think BWP definitely plays. Uh, I think Connor Lade gets a start here. Uh, again, then I think a little bit of the midfield is going to be a little who knows what. Maybe Etienne gets a start. I'm not sure. So I think it's going to be kind of like a B plus team, uh, for sure. But I I I think you're right. It's home opener. I think they'd be pumped up. I'm not even going to say the whole Portland's traveling across the, to the East Coast, blah, 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 because that never really seems to work in soccer. Uh, it seems to work in football a lot, but not so much soccer. Well, we beat him, I think we beat him at home almost every time, right? So. Yeah, yeah, sure, whatever. Um, but yeah, I do like, I think the good feelings are going to follow through to this game. So I will definitely say two to one. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I kind of just, there's two things to consider here. I, I don't think – I'm sure you guys just mentioned it. I admit I just went to the bathroom, so I missed what they said. <laughs> hey, at um, least you didn't take us to the bathroom, which you had done before. Yeah, that was first season stuff. Anyway, <laughs> um, I, I definitely don't – you're, you're, you're definitely going to see a B-plus B lineup. Uh, and you know what? Considering we, BWP is not going to be on the field, so then you have to wonder who's going to score goals. And we've seen what this team looked like when its top defenders are not on the field last year. So I just don't see this one going well. Um, I'm going to predict a two nothing loss. Um, you know, it, it'll be fun to get out there and you know see some see what some of these guys, young kids, can do. Uh, but other than that, I'm really not expecting it to go too well for the team this weekend. Um, but the tailgate will be fun. So, we'll, so you're uh, thinking uh, Rivas will be the starting lone striker? Yeah. Who is the ba- is he the backup striker? That that's a good I question. Mean, there's Antoine Bond. He's still on the team. No, nah, but I, I think he's like in, he's in <laughs> the Netherlands or something. Oh, that's right. He's loaned out. Yeah. Oh, oh, so. Toronto just took a lead. Sorry, we're watching uh, a couple of us watching this Toronto Tigres game. So yeah, it's uh, the Toronto's finally living up to the standard set by the Red Bulls. <laughs> right, so not on the road, so yeah, not quite. But we, so we, did, we did not give up a goal. Thank you very much. Exactly. So, huh? We actually have a number of forwards. I didn't realize were classified that way. Uh, Bonomo, Etienne Jr., Moreno, Rivas, and then Ray Phillips, and that's not including a Bon who's on loan. I, all right. So if if BWP doesn't start. Um, I mean, if it's not Rivas, why'd you get him? It's it's going to be Rivas, right, for sure. It's going to be him. Because, again, you can get him more time on the field and see what he's made of. Right off the right. bat, first league game, throw him out there. And, and you traded away the assist leader for two straight years for him. Well, the good thing is that Rivas might have 15 goals because Kaku is going to be behind him. So, yeah, there, there, is, there, there is that. I mean, because I think what they've heavily advertised, Kaku's going to play in this game. So they kind of right. have to... They kind of have to do that, right? MLS debut, blah, 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 all that stuff. Yeah. And it is Kaku Day, so. Yeah, it is Kaku Day. All 
Sorry. So there you go. There's picks. <laughs> Boom. And unless they end up with a draw, we're going to have a leader after week one. Yeah, three completely different uh, predictions. So nice. Yeah, there you go. I like it. Uh, so on to the dumping ground. <laughs> uh, I had none of these topics, so you guys got to take it the lead on these. Oh well, I just I just threw out uh, MLS preview. I think we should just talk a little bit about the league, even though we basically know nothing about the rest of it. Because who gives a shit? You know, if it's not the Red Bulls, who cares? Exactly. Uh, but all right, so let's just say this. Super, we're not going to go through. I don't want to go through where I think the Red Bulls are going to finish, unless you guys do. Blah 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 blah. Let's just talk. I, about- I guess. The, I just the question is: Are they going to make the playoffs? Because that's really all that matters. Yes, they will. Right there. Okay, <laughs> I just answered it. They're they are making the playoffs, barring catastrophic injuries. They're making the playoffs. Yeah. Pat, I, uh, prob- don't be a bring down. <laughs> six six teams get in. You don't think you think they're that bad? Come on. Yeah, I just I I think they're thin, uh, you know, and the injuries do happen. Uh, they probably will make the playoffs. Yes. Okay. Jay, making the I playoffs. Mean, I, I it's almost a given. Okay. You have, to, you have to almost be like intentionally bad time to make not to make the playoffs in this league. All right. So this is what I want to ask: Who is going to be the best team in the East and West? Who's going to be the worst team in the East and the West? I, I don't even know about the East. Like, I feel like Toronto's just going to fall off. It's kind of too bad we didn't do this last week because, like, the opening weekend kind of has ruined a lot of those favorites, hasn't it? But, but I mean, I feel like Atlanta still might be the top. I feel like Toronto just might be, like, they they had their run, and even though their players are back, it's going to be, like, too much of a hangover from last season and those return to form kind of thing. Mm-hmm. NYCFC, I feel like might be the top. Uh, maybe Columbus, because Colum- so Columbus had had to save the crew vibe last year during the playoffs. They have it the whole year this year. Yeah, Jay, so, but this isn't this isn't pick every team you think is going to be in the first one team. Run. I think I picked three. I, I, I three. I, those are my top three. I think right now. NYC, Columbus, I, and I didn't say top three. I said top one. Okay, you got to pick one. Uh. Live or die, baby. We'll say Atlanta. Uh, okay. And who's your top in the West? Uh, top in the West? Um, I feel like it would still be – I still feel like it would be the Seattle Sounders. Without uh, – what's his name? Jordan Morris or whatever? Right? He's the one that got hurt, right? Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah, he did get hurt. Huh. How, how, long he, Dempsey? how long is he supposed to be out for? The season. Like, oh, okay, <laughs> never mind then. The, the entire uh, year. <laughs> uh, I don't, I don't think LA is going to be there. Either LA team is going to be there. Maybe Dallas. I mean, they've they've had a pretty strong run the last few years about being near near the top at least. So get get some injuries to go their way. Okay, and who are your bottom teams in the in each conference? Uh, for the East, I'm going to say Montreal. Okay, I feel like they're still and- kind of rebounding from Drogba, and they're not really going to be there. And in the West, Minnesota. I feel like even I feel like the, the new LA will still not be worse in the in the West. 
All right, Pat, your turn. Uh, let's see. I'm going to go in the East. I'm going to go with – I'm going to go Truman on this. I'm going to go, like, you know, random and doesn't make any sense. So I'm going to say – because MLS is like that to begin with. Yep. Uh, top of the East, I'm going to go Orlando City. Uh, top of the West, I'm going Houston Dynamo. Uh, bottom of the East, I'm going to go uh, the Revs. I guess that – although that one's actually – a solid prediction. Uh, mm-hmm. And then bottom of the West, I am going to go. Oh, damn it. I realized I wanted who I wanted to pick uh, the top of the West originally. Oh, well, too late for that. Um, you bottom can of the West. That. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. You can change your all right. mind. All right, fine. Team Petke, Real Salt Lake, top of the West. Oh, there you go. Nice. Yeah. I like it. Uh, and then bottom of the West, uh, San Jose. They've been garbage recently, right? Yep. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to give you my bottom teams first. Uh, bottom in the East is going to be Philadelphia. Their their fans hate them now. They hate their owners. <laughs> if they're revolting, Chester well, is still a dump. Welcome to uh, MLS. I don't care who they traded for. I think they're still going to stink. Uh, bottom of the West, I'm with Jay. I think it's going to be Minnesota as well. And I'm I want 100% again with you when I think the LA too will be better than them. Uh, top of the West. That's tough. Uh, I I don't think the West is going to be awesome this year. Uh, I think the East is, again, going to be a lot better. So, uh, Jay, you say Dallas passes RSL. I'm going to be different. I will say Hipster FC. I'll just go with Portland. Why not? Um, and the top in the East, because every day is Kaku Day. Mm. I'm Because this doesn't matter. The New York Red Bulls are going to be your Eastern Conference champions. Hey, you know what? Uh, isn't this usually the years they do well when you don't expect anything out of them? That's right. You know? Yep. Barely make the playoff talk, blah, blah, blah. Why not? And you know why? Here's the real reason. Not just because the Kaku statue is going to get built this year. It's true. Those all white jerseys. Ooh. White jerseys and white shorts. Can't get enough. I love it. Yeah, I think it's pretty. I want those for these games too. I don't want them. I I have a feeling these are just going to be CCL unis, but I love them all whites. See, I don't think they will be because they have the red away kit. Yeah, but that but that's like a that's going to be an alternate shirt. Yeah, but you didn't really think going to do the white top, red shorts most of the time. I I do. I do have a feeling that's what they're going to do. Well, we're going to find out come Saturday. True. I, I, mean, I, I still really feel like that this is going to be their the regular the regular jersey from I, for the I year. hope because it looks awesome. Um. So uh, I thought the popped in my head because you mentioned Red Bulls at top and the whole not thinking that they're going to be the best team and end up being one because Jesse Marsh has been rumored to go to another and have gone to another class recently for his UEFA coaching license. Uh, is there a possibility he leaves before the year is over? No, probably not. They would have they would have to stink for that to happen. Yeah, I I, I think you can. Yeah, I think you could absolutely lock that up. There's no way he's leaving midseason. See, I was thinking nope. if, if like for Salzburg if they wanted him in the summer, but then I was like, uh, coaching contracts are kind of a thing, right? I just I. I don't see that. Again, they would have to be being just god-awful for that to happen. Yeah. 
All right. Uh, next for Dummy Ground? Yeah. Week one, even though the Red Bulls were not involved, I mean, we still have to do Terrible Team of the Week, right? There you go. Now, I had a couple nominations. I I wanted to throw Toronto out there losing their home opener against Columbus 2-0. Uh, you know, they're raising a banner or whatever the hell they did there. I don't know. And I wanted, I really wanted to go DC because it's DC, right? It's DC. They were up a man on the road and still gave up a draw in like the waning two minutes of the game. But I have to give it to the Seattle Sounders because how happy were they when they won their first game of the year against us, right? Mm -hmm. Three nothing. And I, you know, they were bragging it up and I think. You guys can correct me, but I think they had the record for uh, fastest goal scored by an expansion team, and it was like 12 minutes or something like that. I believe it was them. Well, they lost to expansion team L.A. Dose on an 11th-minute goal by Diego Rossi, and it was a beautiful goal. And some of us talked about we were going to watch that game. I 100% watched the whole game. Uh I don't know, something about the pomp and circumstance of a new team. I love those all-black jerseys. They're cool. I like all-white, all-black, solid colors. That's what I want to see in these teams, solid colors. You know it. Uh, The only thing that's very silly is their fans wearing those gold hats. (laughs) They look ridiculous. If You know what I'm I'm talking about if you've seen them. They look silly. So uh, the goal scored by LAFC was 11 minutes, matching the earliest goal ever scored by an expansion team. Coincidentally, the same record held by the Seattle Sounders. Right. The Seattle Sounders are inventing expansion records. Okay, so they all right, so it was eleven minutes of well. I thought it was twelve minutes, but I am I'm it wrong. Says, it said the, the tweet from MLS communications was after eleven minutes, so I think it was in the eleventh minute. Okay. So it's probably if you probably get down to like the specifics of the the second, it might change it. I don't know. They right. apparently weren't. It was ten minutes. Looking at the clip, it was ten minutes twenty four seconds. Okay. So if you want to go back to two thousand nine and find out exactly when Montero scored, yeah, who's going to look that up? Nobody. No. I'm not. Okay. I'm not even looking up, and that's my job. Right. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> so yeah, and and what was the uh, the final tweet you and uh, Jeff Jeff started and you kind of finished? It was uh, Seattle invented losing at home. To oh, ex- no, yeah. So he said uh, Seattle invented losing at home to the expansion team. Then I said – or sorry, lose, he, Seattle invented losing the first game to an expansion team. And I said at home because facts have to be as detailed as possible. That's right. <laughs> they are just – they're Thomas Edison of uh, MLS. They really are. Constant yeah. inventors. I mean, they scored the goal first. Literally, he's what the – if you go by what that tweet says. Yeah. It's true. So, haha, Seattle. I-, I laugh at you. Hmm. And now I will hope they win tonight because they are playing, you know. Yeah. Because oh. you'd rather face Seattle than a Mexican team. Yeah. So, uh, what yeah. I, I, to bring it back, uh, good thing I did not forget this. What I wanted to mention about this game, too, was I heard the Seattle fans chanting, right? And I'm like, what are they chanting? What are they chanting? Oh, you mean our ch- one of our chants again? Correct. Correct. I, I tuned in for about ten minutes. I heard. That. I'm like, wait, what the? F- that's our. That's something that the South Ward does. What the hell? And well, I mean, it's it's again, it's something that the whole league does. But they were chanting, "Can you hear Shiva sing?" 
Uh-huh. Right. So they were doing that and sticking at the LA dose, which is absolutely hilarious. Right. You know, I do, I, I love that kind of stuff, but <laughs> you better believe it when they scored that opening goal in the 11th minute. <laughs> so yeah, didn't go as, uh, as planned for Seattle. All right. We done with that? I am done with that. All right. Cause I want to give my hometown some love. Okay. So we got dumping ground, hometown, Scotch Plains, New Jersey. Um, found out last night that James Murphy previously had signed with Sheffield Wednesday is now an MLS and he plays for the expansion LAFC. Ah, so, speak of the devils. Congrats, James Murphy. And a uh, fun little fact, his younger brother, John Murphy, is now in the Red Bull system, uh, apparently signed with Red Bull 2. So, uh, all right, Scotch Plains, let's make it happen. Let's keep that uh, soccer pedigree going. So now we have to get you into the locker room of the game where LAFC plays at Red Bull Arena. Yeah. Just so you can interview him. Hey, Raider, fellow Raider person. We can do an interview called Murphy to Murphy. Yeah. So, yeah, that's all. That's my Scotch Plains little shout out. That's all. And then I, the last thing is I think there's some news about a a debut coming up. uh. There is. Uh, I had tweeted, I think, over a month ago that I was going to be on television, and then Discovery Channel rescheduled the show, and I was not on television, uh, but I will be on television this Monday night at 9 o'clock on Investigation Discovery. The show is called Evil Talks. Uh, I play a character who is actually a real person named Michael Pies. Um, he, I, you know, It's an hour-long show. I film maybe five minutes worth of stuff, so I'll probably be scattered throughout in little snippets here and there. Uh, or they cut me because I was terrible. You know, it was <laughs> one of the two. I mean, uh, you have an IDB entry, so you can't be cut. I am an IMDB, which we've discussed on the show before. So uh, if you like true crime, if you like me, uh, even if you hate me and you just want to pose, you know, post gifts of me looking terrible later. Um, yeah, that's, that, that'll be on 9 o'clock, Investigation Discovery. I don't know about every, every uh, cable provider, but it's channel 623 on Fios. So, or that HD is 623 on Fios. Um, so, yeah, check it out. Um, I'm hoping it's good. Uh, Denitra Faith is my co-star. She did a tremendous job, at least in the scenes I was with. Um, same with Scott Watson, who I got to act with. So it was, a, it was a good time. So check it out. Hopefully it's not the last thing I ever acted in, but it totally could be. Uh, you know, so uh, I hope you all watch it. It would be, and then you can let me know what do you think? And maybe we'll read all your insults on the air next week. <laughs> all right. So wrap this one up. Let's uh, wrap, wrap it up. Do we, want to right. do, a, do we want to do a fast lane preview for blue mini Mike? Yeah. You know, we, I think we are. And I think we're going to do that as an exclusive, right? I mean, we could for, I actually, it's not a bad idea doing, I mean, a, doing a Patreon exclusive fast lane preview. How so about, get, We'll get at least a dollar. Blue Meanie Mike says he's going to give us a dollar for a fast life. Well, he, he's already signed up for signed up for Patreon. So, oh, well, there you go. Then we then actually we probably should. This this way the wrestling stuff's not clogging up the soccer stuff. Yeah. Like, so <laughs> so if you pay, you get that monthly interview and some crap you don't want unless you Blue Meanie Mike. That's there. There you go. Some more exclusive content. That yeah. how, how about this? We're we're gonna tailgate on Saturday, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Blue Meanie Mike finds us at the tailgate, and he can be in on it. 
His game's not. His game's not until Sunday. Ooh, so I. Hmm, that's going to be tough. I mean, you have to walk in enemy territory. No, 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 no. no I, I. You're saying he's going to be in on the fast lane preview. Sure, if he shows up at the tailgate, we record it live. So the, the only mm, you're gonna, see now you're going to make me work when I get home at like midnight on Saturday to make sure it's posted to be relevant. Oh, that's true. <laughs> that's a good point. All right. So, well, if you're listening to this still at this point in the show, and we doubt many of you are, we're gonna, we're about to record a fast lane preview that you can get for a dollar on on, uh, on Patreon. A dollar a month yeah. gets you any wrestling previews we decide to do, which may not be a lot of them, but any wrestling previews we decide to do. A monthly wrap up with a guaranteed guest, live post game. Any live post game stuff we do after, which we're after. definitely doing, right? We're definitely doing oh, that. That one, that yeah. one, we're definitely doing because that okay. one doesn't have to be right away. So I can, right. I can take my time on Sunday with that. Okay. So like those, so those things we're going to do on Patreon, one buck a month, and that's that's all you need to do, one buck a month. And I actually, kind of lead it in because I was about to do the Patreon first. So there you go, patreoncom slash rant. p a t r e o n dot com slash rant. For one buck a month, you can get up to three possible exclusive shows. There you go. And, and I prom- and for the wrestling previews, I promise to make at least one reference to a terrible '80s or '90s gimmick. Oh, there you go. That that right there is worth the is worth the dollar. Come on, that's worth five dollars. Yeah, and we do have a five dollar level, by the way. That's producer <laughs> credit. There you go. Uh, you can email us redbullrant at gmail.com if you want to call us 973-348-5329 uh, leave us a voicemail we'll play it on the show facebook.com slash redbullrant on twitter at redbullrant for the show at doc the stooge for myself at pmac d82 for pat at the truman for truman subscribe via itunes stitcher radio google play soundcloud.com last words for we get out of here Holy fuck, win! We're hot, hot, hot! Yeah, Seattle win right now to keep the uh, MLS train going, and then us win on Saturday, even though we probably won't. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so for Pat Truman and myself, this has been episode number 254 of the Red Bull Rant. Thank you guys for tuning in, and as always, go Red Bulls. Peace out! Lights. Good thing I still have power. Yeah. yeah. All right. So I'm not going to stop recording. I just want to go. If we're going to do it now, might as well. It takes 15 minutes. Yeah. Let and me, then I'm just going to just, I'll just cut it there. And then yeah. let me just run downstairs and get a drink real quick. All right. Two seconds.